and welcome to the Beef Edge, the Chagas Beef Podcast for all your latest news, information and advice for Irish beef farmers. I'm Catherine Egan and on this week's episode, I'm joined by Newford Farm Technician Michael Fagan to get an update and review of the performance of the herd in Athenry. I first asked Michael to recap on how breeding season went in Newford this year. We started AI on the 21st of April and we finished on the 30th of June. It was done over 10 weeks and we used 100% AI on all the cows. Now, with the aids of the tail painting, we brought in two teaser bulls, roughly around 350 kilos, with chin ball harness on them, and the bulls cost 220 a kilo, and they were sectomized and ready to go. This year, I suppose we did something new. We bought, we introduced two moo calls into the, onto the farm. They cost 1,250 euros each. With the AI itself, AI, we ate the cows each day at 12 o'clock, and we used the one a day, once a day rule. So that means if the cow is AI at 12 o'clock today, and if she was seen bulling again at night time around nine or 10 o'clock, she was brought in the following morning again, and she was AI again at 12 o'clock. So we had 81 cows for breeding this year, and by using that once a day rule, 24 hour rule, we AI'd 19 cows twice out of the 81 cows with the 24 hour rule. So with all kind of new for breeding systems, we were checking the cows four to five times daily. And as, as I said, we had 81 mature cows for breeding this year. We had 26 maiden heifers. So all in all, there was 107 animals on Newford herd for breeding this year. I suppose one, one thing to take into consideration too is Newford, we bought in 26 maiden heifers and we purchased them there in April. The average price of the little heifers coming in was 352 kilos and we bought them in at 822 euros. Now those heifers, we synchronized them because we had no teaser bull. So they were synchronized on the 13th of April and they coincide with our AI and date in on the 21st of April. So out of the 26 heifers that came in to us that time, unfortunately, one of them, our ladies got, heifers got meningitis. So really, I suppose we'd only 25. So after the six weeks breeding period for those maiden heifers, we had 18 in calf. So 13 went in calf to the first service. And four went in calf to the second and one to the third service. So we did 18 out of 25 with our maiden heifers in calf this year. Michael, what sires were selected and how did you go about selecting those sires? Yeah, once we use five-star terminal index bulls and I have, we use the system on the ICBF system where we, we put in the criteria that we need for our cows. So we look for less than 8% calving difficulty for the strong, mature beef cows. Anything for the younger cows, we made sure that the cabin difficulty was less than 5.8. But I suppose the key thing there is we made sure that our reliability was over 70% and the confirmation was over two and a quarter. And with the mature cows, we kind of looked for, we thought that we'd be, they would have been well able to carry a 35 kilo predicted carcass weight. And for the young cows, we made sure that they, they had more than a 25% predicted carcass weight from the bulls. And the first calvers they got Edendale Ivor, and he has an 80% reliability, and he has a cabin difficulty of less than 5.8. So these are the criteria we use on the ICBF system, where they have a number, maybe where they have a couple of hundred bulls. But when we put in that criteria into the system, we're just left with a small number of portion of bulls, and those are the bulls that we used on. We made sure that too that our AI straws cost less, less than 18%, 18 euros. So when that criteria was put in, we ended up picking out five Charlies, and we used High Deal, Fiston. Dermalaf Matt, Lapton, Knockmoy 10, and three limousine bulls, Milelectuff, Lamborghini, Laurel, and Gestad. And for this year, was the first, this year we tried um, Belgian Blue Bulls, Gilmore, Glee, and Colony Caudaline. 
And the reason we were using them, I know Codeline we used last year and we found them very useful and they have a shorter gestation period for the Belgian blue. So if you had a cow that was repeating maybe two or three times, we just maybe went back in with the blue to get, make sure that she went back in calf to save the gestation length. A great selection of different breeds across the cows, Michael. And how did you select the sires for the replacement heifers? Well, as I said there, we use Edendale Ivor. We made sure he had a calf with difficulty of less than 5.8 with an 80% reliability and a more than 25 kilo of a predicted carcass weight. So we've eaten the liver has been used a number of years on the farm and we find them very successful on the heifers that the calf down without no hassle whatsoever. That's great. And you mentioned this year is the first year that you've used the moo heat. What was your experience of it and how did it work? Yeah, I suppose look at, I was partially hesitation at first because here we were, I was relying on new technology taking over the breeding system on the farm. And this was really taking away the human interaction. And I have to say I was a bit hesitant, but it worked exceptionally well for us on the Newford. It picked up all the cows by sending us the text messages to our phones with the cows numbers who was in heat. As I said earlier, the electric collar costs uh, €1,250 Euros per collar which was put around the bull's neck and all the cows, they were fitted with their individual electronic tag. And another big beauty of it was, you know, if, if the bunch of cows had to come into the yard for any particular reason, we, there was a neutral tag in the yard, which was stapled to the wall and that used to kill off the bull's signal. So no matter how many times he brushed, brushed against the cows in, in the handling unit, there was no signals coming to our phones until they went back out to the field again, where the signals was opened up again. So it was an exceptionally useful tool there. So overall, it was very useful. I would highly recommend it to anyone who has difficulty in seeing their cows during the breeding season. I have, it worked exceptionally well for us. I have not, nothing negative to say about it as of the moment. And the scanning results, what have they shown this year? Yeah, we did the scanning there, there on the 6th of September. As I said, we had a 10 weeks breeding. We used all 100% AI, AI, the two teaser bulls and the moo calls was part of the, the breeding. But the A1 cows was put for breeding this year, 76 cows were in calf. So in other words, we had 94% scanned, scanned in calf. Um, so over and all, between the, the maiden heifers and the, the cows, we'll have 94 cows calving down in February 2020. So just for our 71, 76 cows that did go in calf, 46 cows held to the first service, 23 cows held to the second service, and four cows held to the third, and three cows held to the fourth service. We have no twins this year recorded, and I believe Cora listened to the scanning man that was doing our scanning this year. He says twins is very rare this year, and I can only just presume maybe it's during the heat wave that time, but we have no twins to report this year on the, on the herds so far at the moment. We wasn't scanned. So great results, Michael. And you have weighed the cows and calves recently for the BPS scheme. What are the figures shown for the herd? That's right. We did a weigh in there on the 28th of July. So the average weight for the our 81 cows there in the yard at the moment is 618 kilos and we condition scored them as well number 2.6 of a body condition score. I suppose that is something that I would be really like the, our cows keeping around the 626.30. It's plenty big for our type of a herd of a cow that we want here in the west of Ireland. The weights range from the second calvers, they range from 542 up to the heavier cows around 680. But overall, the average weight for the herd was 620 and that is something that we should be really consistent to keep the herd at and maybe what we need to be doing is maybe just to improve the confirmation of our cow and that is done by buying in good confirmation type heifers but keeping the body the weight of the cows around 626.30. And what have the calves achieved and, over that period? Yeah the little calves they were also weighed on the 28th of July as you said for the beef scheme 
we have 43 little bull male calves down in the yard and on the 20th of July, the, the male calves weigh 261 kilos. So their average daily gain from birth to the 28th of July is 1.44 of a kilo per day, which is exceptionally well, that's as good as any other year that we have done them on. And the heifers, we have 42 heifers this year. Their average birth weight was 36 kilos at birth. They weighed 248 kilos and their average daily gain from birth to the 28th of July is 1.34 of a kilo per day. So with the selection of the limousines and the Charlie heifers and the Charlie bulls that was used, we have a good average daily gains from, from the both the males and the female calves. Most definitely, Michael. And last year, stock in relation to the bullocks, how have they performed? The bullocks are doing well this year now, in fairness. The 2020, they were born 2020, obviously. They went to grass on the 2nd of March at 433 kilos. Now, they have been housed for 123 days. They went in the 30th of October 2020, housed for 123 days, and they did 0.63 of a kilo over the, the winter period. As I said, they went to grass on the 2nd of March at 433 kilos. They're in an outside farm at the, at the moment. So we were, they were weighed on the 17th of June, and the 17th of June, they were almost 510 kilos. And they're and they were average daily gain from birth up to that 17th of June was 0.98 of a kilo per day. Now, what we are going to do with our bullocks is we have home 12 bullocks from the outside farm. Them 12 strong bullocks are being fed grass, are being fed meals at the moment, four kilos of grass of concentrates. They were weighed, their average weight is 622 kilos on the 7th September. So their average daily gain from birth is 1.02 kilos per day. So they've done exceptionally well. And they've, from, turnout, from, from turnout to the 7th September, they've done 0.84 per kilo. So there are 188 days of grass as of the moment. As I said, we have a trots laid there in one of the inside yards. So we bring up the 12 bullocks and they're fed there to, to avoid any poaching in the fields. So they come in very easily every morning. They open the gate, they run up the laneway and they eat the ration and they go back out. Our ration is costing us 305, 305 euros per ton this year. It's all in bags just for handing a sake at the moment. So that's working out at seven euros and 63 cents per bag delivered. And I suppose compare that to last year, we're paying 37 euros more this year for our meal compared to last year. We have 26 bullocks to be finished and they're still outside and they'll be getting no meals and they will eventually come in um, probably the early October, depending on the weather. The 12 bullocks that has been fed at the moment, they're on 12% ration, I should have said earlier, they're on 12% protein ration, which is made up 26% rolled barley, 21% flake maize and 21% uh, ground maize. I would be hoping or I'd be planning to maybe them 12 bullocks to be sold in around the end of September, early October, aiming around 650 kilos of uh, live weight going up the ramp of the lorry. And as for our, little, our heifers, they went to grass on the 27th of February at 411 kilos. And like the bullocks, they were housed for 118 days and they did 0.52 over, over the winter period. So they, they had a good weight gain going out at 411 kilos. We weighed them there on the 21st of July and there were 505 kilos. There was 56 heifers in that in total. So the average daily gain from birth to the 21st of July for those heifers was 0.9 of a kilo. Now, their average daily gain from, from February to the 21st of July was 0.66. And I can, I know I would have preferred to have done a little bit better, but if, if you remember, the weather wasn't so hot that time around in April. It was fairly wet and mucky. So I would just presume that was a small knockoff on their weight gain there. Now, what we have done is we decided to, I suppose, 
touched the water with the with five heifers. So we sold five heifers, inspect heifers on the sixth of sixth of August to the factory. Their average live weight gain was five hundred and ten kilos, and they had a carcass weight of two hundred seventy six. They graded out R equals and three minus, and their average kill out was fifty four percent. Now the R equals three minus. Out of the five of them, we had two of them at R equals two plus. One was R plus three minus, another was R plus two plus, and an R minus three equals. And the average price for the heifers was twelve hundred eighty-two euros seventy-three cents. That's that's what they came into per animal. The average price we got for them was four euros and sixty-four cents. I suppose if you compare that with last year, we, last year we got three euros ninety-seven cents for all the heifers that were sold last year. So this year. The difference of last year's price and what we got in there in August was 186 euros more. And those little heifers were gone at 18 months of age or 543 days. And they're all fisting heifers. So I know I would have preferred, or equal is fine, I would have liked a little bit more of a fat cover on them. But on hindsight, they're all inspect. We got the base price. We got the, the Borbia price and, and the payment, payment grade as well. And we're gone at 18 months at R equals 3 minus at almost 1,300 euros, as I said, and, and our average price price per kilo was four euros and 64 cents. So I suppose that made us think then, at the moment we have 42 other heifers and we weighed them on the 15th of September, their comrades. And the average weight of those heifers that's left is 576 kilos and they're at 19 months of age. And those particular heifers now, they have done 0.93 of a kilo of average daily gain from birth. And they're on four kilos of meal and we started meal with them on the 26th of, of July. I suppose the key point there I should have mentioned there is the five inspect heifers that we sold on the 6th of August, they were just getting meal for about a week. So that's that's all the meal that they would consume. But the other heifers, they're on meal since the 26th of July, they're on four kilos. And in the last over the last 56 days, they've been doing 1.3 of a kilo. So those heifers, as I said, are only 19, 19 months of age. And the top heifers range, they range from 646 kilos down to 485 kilos. And it would be fair to say... From those top, the top 22 heifers averaged almost 610 kilos. And we'll probably be drafting those in the coming days, a large portion of those 22. And the farm will be aiming for probably a 54% kill out since they're getting the four kilos of meal. And we'll be targeting a carcass weight of in around 328 kilos at 19 months. That's, that, is my, that is the plan of the heifers. And then we have 10 lighter heifers. They'll probably end up coming in. They're getting no meals at the moment or just they'll probably end up coming in around the uh, 5th or 6th of October and we'll finish them off in, inside the sheds around mid, no, mid, no, mid to late November. Michael, what's the main focus on the farm in the coming weeks? Yes, but the key thing now is, is the weaning. We started weaning there. We weaned the heifer calves there on Monday. We brought in the two bunches. We separate them. We weighed the cows and weighed the calves. The little heifer calves were weighed in at 300 kilos at an average daily gain of 1.28 up to weaning. So what we did is when weaning was done, the cows were brought over to one side of the shed and the heifers halves were put the other side. They, there's just a gate between them. So the calves can see their mother and smell the mothers, but they cannot suck them. We're giving them a small bit of concentrate there as well in the shed. And two days later then, which was yesterday, we let the heifer calves back into mothers for the last supper, for the final suck out. And then they were separated once again, and the heifer calves were brought over to a shed about roughly 200, 150 yards away from the cows, so they just can't see them anymore. The cows went back into their slats. They're on straw at the moment, a small bit of silage. It's mainly probably 70% straw, 30% silage, just to keep them dried up. 
and the heifer calves they'll go back to grass probably next Monday or Tuesday and the cows will go back to one of the outside farms next one of the days next week probably Tuesday as well so that's our weaning and the little bull calves then they'll come the male calves they'll come in probably next Monday or Tuesday as well and we'll do the same preparation then again so that is our, our, our weaning and we did a good video on that last year on new for farm if you just want if anyone wants to go back to see the way it is that was done on new for weaning in 2020 I suppose the big thing coming into us now, Catherine, is is building covers. And I suppose for us this year, we have a lot of grass this year, probably more than I would would have preferred to have around at the moment, because with July and August being so good, grass cover growth was, was very good. So our biggest job is if the weather plays ball with us, we will have plenty of grass around at the moment. But should the weather break, we will probably run to run some difficulty. And we'll make the decisions as we go along then. I don't know if it ends up maybe if the weather broke in the September and we got two or three weeks bad weeks and had cattle have to come in we would have to consider maybe maybe just to maybe turn cows back out in November to graze off really really heavy covers if it did come dry but building covers at the moment is not an issue at the moment and I suppose what has, has brought on the covers too is just by feeding the heifers and the bullocks there at grass they're eating less they're less grass at the moment I suppose one of the key things I'll be doing next week is, is testing silage I'll be getting the silage core and I'll get the round bales tested and the silage pit. I've been in contact with Hillsborough there and it's 30 euros, I believe, to get silage test, uh, sampled on for testing this year. Our little calves this year, what we've done for vaccination is all our calves, we give them bolivis intranasal RSV live up the nose. And we did that there just before weaning there in August to set them up so they'll have no pneumonia when we, when we do have them weaned. They'll get the IBR booster in October and then after that, then we'll let them come into the shed and they'll settle down and we might do fecal samples and depending on that, then we'll see what sort of liver fluke and stomach worms they have and we'll make the decisions there when I talk to my vet. And they will be obviously treat for lice then when they come in in, in October. I suppose the, the big key thing is we normally get to keep the weanlings out until about the 9th or 10th of November and to keep things stress-free and pneumonia. I do always make sure when they are coming into the shed that if they come in bone dry, if there's no rain, no mist, we will just sit it out as long as we can as possible to make sure that when they come in, that they're absolutely dry and it just kind of eliminates any steam from pneumonia rising from them. And big open airy sheds too as well, so they won't be getting stressed out. That's great, Michael. Thanks very much for the update on the new Newford herd. You're welcome. Thank you. That's all for this week's episode. And my thanks to Michael for joining me on the show. You can catch up on all other shows and interviews from the Beef Edge podcast on the Chagas website at chagas.ie or you can listen on Apple and Google Podcasts as well as Spotify. Don't forget to rate, review and subscribe so you never miss a show. For all other updates from our Beef programme, keep an eye on our Twitter and Facebook pages. Until next time, I'm Catherine Egan and thanks for listening.